0: you
1: are you're not you're pleased or not pleased with the feedback uh nobody has emailed me and told me to piss off or fuck off so that's okay when it comes to feedback um but it was cool you know it's, it's nice to it's nice to we filmed the video at my house like mm. in my shed so it was really cool that I didn't have to do anything. I just walked outside and I didn't have to drive anywhere or oh, nice. anything. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was, a, that was a nice treat there. Everybody had to drive to my place. That's good. But it's good though. Yeah, I'm happy with the record and how yeah. the, everything turned out. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the record uh, is it's okay. Yeah. yeah well, so. It's the first time I heard it. So I must say, I, I enjoyed it and um we're looking forward to more of this
1: yeah in 10 years we'll release another record That's <laughs> yeah uh, apparently yeah, wait that it, long. <laughs> it takes us uh we'll release another record when everybody forgets about us yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um who designed the promotional image of the band the videos the artwork the pictures
1: uh the artwork was an, just an idea i had uh the photos as well as the photo of the artwork was my friend sharon sharon is someone that's given me tons of advice with the band since i was a kid she's just really smart with especially visual stuff yeah you know, i know nothing about visual shit. it's i don't know man i you know i i wear jogging pants every day so i don't mm-hmm. know about visualizing things and stuff uh, and the videos were um, a guy named Mike. He uh, has a company, Michael. He has a company called Krusty Media. He uh, usually does punk videos, but he, I met him and talked to him, a bit, and he was super cool. And he was such a good guy, an easy guy to work with, because we're pretty ridiculous. Like us as a band, we're not very serious. We don't, you know, we're just kind of jackasses most of the time. And uh, and then the first video was by Matt. He has a company called Bleeding Heart, and he does really good videos too. And I've known him for a long time. He has a really good clothing company. Um, really cool clothing company and um yeah. He actually Matt actually edited the footage for us for our very for one of our first videos, which was Commit to Rock. And uh it was just live footage from Japan and he edited it for mm-hmm. us and he's done lots of lots of good videos for bands and, and same thing with the other guy, crusty as well. Yeah, they did a real good job. Uh,
0: really
1: yeah, it's cool easy
0: yeah at what age did you first become interested in rock and metal and punk and your first album album ever owned
1: uh first album was uh, that i ever owned was portrait of an american family by marilyn manson mm-hmm. i like that yeah that was a I, I, despite i don't know what happened to him now there it's but when I was a kid, I liked his music a lot. I think it was really heavy, and he was one of the only guys in the world that the whole world seemed to genuinely be afraid of. You uh-huh. know, when at that time back then people were like thought that that guy was absolutely insane, and I thought it was super cool. Um, yeah, that's what you know when he did uh, Andy Christ Superstar. Uh-huh. When that came out, man, like regular people were shitting their pants over it and i thought it was so badass man i thought it was totally badass yeah. and that was one of the first records one of the first bands i got into heavily was that and then i was also really i was always into lots of music though like i was really into punk music a lot when i was a kid and that was always been a huge thing that i've been into mm-hmm. and when i first got into heavy metal it was iron maiden and i only looked i only listened to it because it had a cool album cover so and a song came on. It had really good guitar, and I remember just being blown away that guitar did stuff like that. You know, I was like, shit. Like I did fucking. I only know power chords and shit. You know, yeah. and uh, so that's what got me into music. That's what got me heavily into music. That's where I started realizing that there was a lot more that I could get out of music. Was when I heard that. Yeah.
0: Um, When you head out on tour, what's the most important item you take with you?
1: Um, Crack. Crack and meth. That's my most. (laughs) Really into crack, I tell you. Love it. (laughs) I love (laughs) you. That guy does crack. I don't know if he's serious or not. Who knows? (laughs) Um, No, uh, just music. Making sure that I have enough music to listen to when I'm lying in my bunk by myself. Mm-hmm. That's the probably the most important thing. Books used to be books, but now I just read everything on my phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would say underwear or something like that, but most of the time, like I just wear jeans. Like I don't even wear underwear in the jeans. So, <laughs> so whatever, you don't even need the... <laughs> you're wearing,
0: You have to wash it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Problem solved there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy does do crack for sure.
0: <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want your fans to know about you that they might not know already?
1: Um, well, I guess everybody knows the crack thing now, so yeah, that's a new one um, Is it anymore. I don't know. Uh, let me think. I mean we we used to be very, I mean, we still kind of are very kind of loud and obnoxious sometimes and. M- very immature often, sometimes not Im- sometimes very serious, but lots of times really immature, so I think. It's pretty easy to speculate if you don't know anything about us. It's easy to speculate, you know, because I mean. But I think we're all uh, Nobody really drinks much anymore. That's something that people may not know. Nobody really drinks much. Uh, I think JJ still drinks sometimes, but I don't even think he gets shit based anymore. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's nobody's pissing their pants anymore. that's not a uh,
0: not a yeah, thing we do. You're not wearing any anymore.
1: So. Well yeah, it just goes right through the pants. Yeah. You know, you're screwed. Yeah. yeah boy. <laughs> and I only bring like two pairs with me, so I can't.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh can you remember the first time you ever played live and how it felt to have people watching you
1: first time i played live i was a little kid in high school we played uh like one of those i don't know every high school has like those performance things i think it was 15 14 we played paranoid in a song that i had written with my old band and I at the time I was really into rhythm. I wanted to write songs and be a rhythm guitar player. I didn't want to do solos. It just wasn't interesting. I I would rather I thought that I should concentrate on writing music. That's what it was more appealing to me, like, uh, you know. uh, Rudolf Schenker or something, you know, as rhythm guy, just powerhouse songwriters. And It was funny because I realized after the concert that nobody gave a shit that I wrote the songs. And nobody gave a shit about the rhythm guy. And they only cared about Ty, my buddy that was a really great guitar player. He did all the guitar solos. And I was like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I wasn't singing at that time either. I I didn't sing, I just just played rhythm and uh, yeah, it was a funny realization, though, because when I was a kid, I always really praised the songwriters. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know who wrote the lyrics. Yeah. And I wanted to know, you know, and see the differences between songs that had two people writing lyrics or a different guy. Or yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I would look at the lyrics that were uh, the songs that Dave Murray worked on, or the songs that just Steve Harris wrote, music and lyrics. And I was always really interested in that. I would try to find the nuances between the lyrics. And the songwriting, and uh, that was always something that interested me when I was a kid. Yeah. and but when I started playing music, I realized that nobody gave a shit about any of those things. It was such <laughs> a weird, it was a weird thing to realize. For the most part, nobody yeah. gave a shit about those things. And I thought it was so strange to me that if you liked a song, you wouldn't want to know kind of the details of it instead yeah. of just going like this. Yeah. You know, and uh, so you know, it was a. Uh, that was a huge something I realized when I was really young. Actually, it was a quick realization. Yeah.
0: Can you tell me about your best performance?
1: Um. We call this. We called it the puppet show. That was just what we called it. Um, it was a gig that we had played. Uh, we did this tour with Sabaton a long time ago during Head of the Pack and for us the tour actually didn't go very well we were drinking too much and sometimes we would play good sometimes we would play terrible or sometimes you know a couple of the gigs we'd play really good but the crowd hated us yeah and but this one gig that we played in poland i think i can't remember what city it was but we called it the puppet show i don't know why It had it was like an auditorium it was a big place but there was this moment where we were playing sign of the warrior and we, we climbed off the stage and we climbed on these big speakers in the front of the crowd and everybody was really into it yeah and i remember that feeling that moment that i was like this and even to this day you know whatever 10 years later that's still the best one that's still the best moment that i had yeah. like whether or not we played good i don't know i was drinking so i don't know but, mm-hmm. and whether or not it was our best friend I have no idea I just know that the best feeling I got was yeah. that spot that one spot and everybody like even Johnny who was in the band like we all know everybody knows the puppet show the puppet show is in that one moment outside of the warrior everybody remembers mm-hmm. that moment there where we were all like oh my god this feels so good <laughs> it, it was better than crack I will say uh, wow that's yeah, a big claim big claim yeah.
0: Really? <laughs> Um, if you were a CD, what would you be and why?
1: If I were a what
0: a CD or an LP?
1: If I if I were an LP, yes. like physically,
0: yes.
1: I would for sure. I would be a, a double disc. There's no doubt about that, because <laughs> if I'm going to be a CD, I want to at least be a double disc. <laughs> I so if I'm going to be a double disc, I'm either going to be Pink Floyd the wall. I mean, that mm-hmm. was a double. Or, uh, you know, Rush, Rush, double album, 212112 21, Chronicles. Yeah, and, uh, another double disc I got to think of. Um, I don't know. What's another double disc? Ooh, uh, we have so many, uh,
0: yeah, I, I got one from Tool.
1: OK, yeah, yeah, Tool's got some good stuff. Yeah, I don't want to be the tool one. I'll still be the Pink Floyd one, but I'm wondering. Yeah. Oh, the White Album? Beatles, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could be that. So I would be one of those three. Nice. No. That would be me. I would be a double disc. Okay. Really scratched, too. The vinyl, I would be yeah, like yeah, bent, yeah. I'd warped. So it'd be like, <laughs> you know, you'd be like playing and it'd be like, run, 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 you better run. You know, like it would, it would just be a terrible listen.
0: <laughs> well who knows? Um how would you describe your fans?
1: Uh Sculfist has fans? Yes, they do. My bank account doesn't say that. Yeah, neither does <laughs> mine. <laughs> so how many are we really talking? Four? Five?
0: Oh, I bet you related.
1: I bet you I'm related to all of them too. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you got one. Well, there you go. All right. And I, ca- I count for five. So.
1: Okay, so I'm probably you pushing ten now. We're talking double digits. Yes. Okay, we're doing good. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, the the people that like Skullfist, and that I, like, I'd say most. I don't know. I'm assuming like a lot of people that like Skullfist, I tend to interact with in some way. You know what I mean? They'll probably message. And I always like, I always check all the messages and shit. So, and most of the time, like it's funny, like it's good. Like, it's like mm-hmm. Skull Fist is a serious music, This music is serious. I mean, I could say that, but we do have a song called Get Fisted, but everything else mm-hmm. pretty serious, you know, like it's a serious yeah. band. But it's like, I don't know, I guess maybe like the music is serious, so I don't have to be as much. Yeah, you know, so and I I like that lots of people reflect in that, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. lots of people know that and lots of people interact with us in the same way. So Mm -hmm. it's like it's better, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. you can be serious, but it's not either way is fine. But it's cool that, you know, half the time I just get messages from drunk people Mm -hmm. yelling in their phone at three in the morning, yelling at me, listening to Skullfist. being like, hey, Zach, we're fucking drunk. Like and it's fun. Like it's cool. You know, I like it. Like yeah. it's much. I don't know. It's nicer.
0: Do you, are you ready for a quick fire around? No
1: uh, I don't have a, I don't have a lighter. But sure.
0: I got one. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, I got one. Oh, And it's a
1: big one. Oh shit! What do you like bongs? A a a, that's, that's a bong lighter right there,
0: dude. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, Vinyl or digital?
1: Honestly, I don't really care. I would vinyl sounds great, but I have to get up and switch it over, so I don't know.
0: Quebec City Summer Festival or Manitoba Metal
1: Fest? What was it? Say them again.
0: Quebec City Summer Festival. Or the Manitoba Metal Fest? Where are you? I'm in Canada.
1: I didn't even know you were in Canada this whole No, time.
0: no I'm in Be- I'm in Belgium, but these are the
1: Yeah, these are Canadian festivals. Yeah. Oh man, I thought you I were in Canada for a second. Oh, no, 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 I oh. Okay. Uh, I mean Quebec is awesome. The, the 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 metal scene in Quebec is easily the biggest in Canada. So I'll I'll say that one. Okay. Manitoba's got some good shit. But...
0: Yeah. Wine or coffee? Coffee. Denim or leather? Denim. Skid row Canadian
1: or th- Canadian tuxedo, double denim. Uh-huh. Skid row or tool? Uh, when I was young, I would say skid row, but now I would say tool. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have any last words for your fans and our viewers?
1: Um, don't do crack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good one.
1: Don't do what Donnie don't does. Okay. No, that I honestly I, I everything that I would say as last words are just going to be stupid. I have nothing Go nice ahead. to yeah, I have no like what am I you know what do I say? Um <laughs> check
0: uh, us out, come to our venue.
1: You know, uh ride the beast, fuck the man, fuck the system. <laughs> uh, okay. You got something it. <laughs> or you, but you can use all those in combinations. Like you could say ride the crack. Fuck the system, you know, yeah. you, you can rearrange those words in any way you want.
0: <laughs> yeah. okay. well, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> Zach, thank you so much. It was yeah, really absolutely.
1: enjoyable and fun. And thank you me. for thank you for not asking again the question about the origin of heavy metal because I fucked that answer up terribly. So
0: No worries.
1: Yeah, it it worked out great. It's great.
0: Well, thank (laughs) you for the recording.